Hey there Keto fam, my name is Keto Christina and this is the Keto 360 podcast. To date I have lost over 100 pounds on the ketogenic diet and I want to bring my knowledge and experience of how life-changing this way of eating is to you. Each week we will discuss all things keto as well as health and lifestyle topics or anything that I believe can help you on your journey. So please join me by subscribing to the podcast and leaving a review on iTunes. Let's get the show started. Welcome back to episode 17 of the Keto 360 podcast. I'm not going to do any of my usual introductions. I'm not going to go through any of the books I'm reading this week because I've got a very special guest joining me on the show today and I want to jump right in. So I'm going to introduce you in a few minutes to Samantha. Samantha has been a client of mine for more than a year, but we've known each other for more than three. Uh, Samantha has embarked previously on a weight loss journey and after some life hiccups decided to really knuckle down and together we have managed to get Samantha completely off sugar and her story is just incredible. So without any further delay, let's get to it. So I'm very, very happy to have a client on the podcast today and I would like everybody to welcome the lovely Samantha. Welcome Samantha. Hi. (laughs) I think your story is pretty incredible. I know you don't feel like you've um, done anything particularly special but I think it's absolutely amazing and I think that you definitely need to tell your story to everybody here today <laughs> I don't think it's that amazing um, but it has made a significant impact yeah. on mainly mental health and weight as well yeah and and what we I suppose we started about a year ago together trying to get you off the the sugar and and get yeah. the carbs low um but we met actually three years ago mm, we did and the uh, creation of a uh, fat club fat club yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah so for um for those of you who don't know we, uh, samantha started a thread on a forum that i was a part of and she was looking for people to join her on her weight loss journey and i've talked about this group before you know i've talked about it on youtube videos and i said you know these women in this group really kept me going when I really struggled at the beginning. But ultimately... We've all become pretty good friends now, haven't yeah, we? Yeah, we have. It's a lovely community and it's still small. It's, you know, we haven't had any new people join and we specifically decided not to let new people join um, because we wanted to keep the community small. So, um, yeah, so Samantha, do you want to tell your story then? Um, oh, let's start. <laughs> well, because I tried keto before, didn't yeah. I? And it, it stuck for a couple of months. Mm-hmm. And then, because I, I lost 72 pounds just cutting down carbs, yeah. not actually cutting out anything. Um, and then I tried to go keto for a bit and then it all went horribly long. And then mm. um, uh, I had a few sort of major changes life-wise. Yeah. And everything went out the window and I put all the weight back on. Um, and then my mental health kind of reached a point where I was really really struggling and um the next sort of thing for me to try to help myself was to cut out sugar Mm. so as of today I am 20 weeks 
sugar free. That is incredible. And that's completely sugar free. Absolutely zero sugar, right? And yeah. no sugar in the form of starches and grains. Except we had an accidental <laughs> accidental wheat intake. <laughs> yes. <laughs> They happen and, you know, you, you can't always control everything, especially when you're out and when you're sort of eating mm. with family and, and that kind of stuff. It does, at some point, that kind of has to be more important than than controlling every single Absolutely. little ingredient. Um, but, yeah, for the huge majority, I am completely off grains and sugar and, and everything like that. So let's go back to these kind of this this major life change that you have and um and you found yourself kind of almost at a uh, a new start right a new beginning mm. yeah definitely completely had to move house and um on my own with my little girl and that in itself was mm. a massive task and my diet as I imagine it does in sort of most cases like this took the back step yeah. and it was just about getting from one day to the next and making sure everything everybody mm. is fed but it didn't really matter what we were eating um and it wasn't until sort of I found myself coming out of that and and feeling a lot more secure in a lot of areas that I felt able to to take the plunge and cut out sugar and try and modify my diet and actually put me mm. first rather than just surviving for the sake of keeping everybody else going so in terms of mental health um, so you've struggled, like myself, you've struggled for a long time since you were a teenager with anxiety. Yeah, yeah, badly, yeah. It was. It, it got to a point where it was quite debilitating um, and I, I couldn't sort of handle going anywhere on my own. I couldn't, um, it was disrupting my sleep. I was having four or five major anxiety attacks a week, sort of wake up in the middle of the night, couldn't breathe, feeling sick everything was completely terrifying and when you've got a little one to look after as well that's quite scary in mm, itself yeah yeah indeed so i had um some cbt therapy a couple of years ago or about uh, 18 months ago i think um and after that cbt therapy i had a diagnosis of generalized anxiety disorder um and ptsd as well so i had quite a lot on my plate to cope with um but it wasn't until actually you pointed out that there was a connection between what I was eating and how I was feeling and, and reading up about sugar fueling anxiety and, and, and that, that I really sort of realised actually I need to do something about this if I'm going to get any better without the help of medication. Um, not that there's anything wrong with going on medication, it was just something that I didn't particularly want to do if I could help it. Um, unfortunately in the UK you have quite a long wait for things like counselling and um, various other therapies or you have to pay a huge amount of money um, so this was kind of this is sort of my last ditch attempt before I really went and sought some very expensive mm. help um, but yeah the, it's cutting out sugar has had more of an impact than I could have ever imagined I I thought I'd be probably calmer sleeping mm -hmm. a bit better but it's gone from me having four or five sort of massive anxiety attacks a week down to I think I've had three in the last That's four and a half incredible. months what a difference it, yeah it has and I'm sleeping better and just generally mm -hmm. a lot calmer 
a lot calmer um and more kind of rational about stuff and i can think through things properly without just immediately going into blind panic i can't do it which is what was happening before and i'm even at the point now where i um i'm training for a new career and i'm brave enough to go and drive you know two two and a half hours away to go and meet people that i've never met before and do a workshop for a day which would have just not happened before at all and uh, you know for me it's been amazing to see the transformation in you because we've been working together closely on, on this for about a year now and you know before you actually took the plunge and went sugar free you know it could it, it could take almost an hour or an hour and a half to kind of get you to the point of rationality where you're actually saying yeah you know you know, it's not a knee-jerk reaction to the worst possible scenario um now it's kind of like my initial reaction is to panic but this is what i'm thinking yeah you have that yeah space. i mean the the anxiety is still mm. there mm-hmm. low level and I, I still get things sort of like intrusive thoughts and and stuff like that but they are not something that's going to be fixed with diet they yeah. are sort of deep deep-rooted things that I need to probably go and talk to a therapist <laughs> about. Um, but they've made cutting the sugar out and changing my diet has made them more manageable. So they're not like all consuming and they don't sort of take up 90% of my brain space. Whereas uh, before it was just that was all I could think about and I couldn't focus and I couldn't keep calm and everything went out the window yeah. if I had something that I was panicking about. Um, but it's yeah now it's sort of it can sit in the back of my mind and I think okay I'm I'm not feeling particularly happy about that I might have a bit of a Mm. wobble about it but I'm bouncing back from it a lot quicker it is it is still there and I'm probably going to have anxiety for you know a lot of my life that's probably just me now but it's just had such a cutting out sugar has just had such a significant impact on it and reduced it so much that it's it's been brilliant and it's funny that you know when when we first started this um this journey it was you were focused on weight loss at the beginning um mm. you know be, that was the motivation that was the driver and yeah. it, it qu- very quickly morphed into being something that's almost a residual effect that you're not really focused on at all right because you haven't yeah, weighed yourself absolutely. right no i haven't no because you banned me <laughs> <laughs> I'm not allowed to weigh myself until I get into a size 16. <laughs> You're mean. But I'm really glad that I have done it this way because I think otherwise it would have completely taken... I have a tendency to get a bit obsessed uh-huh. um, with the scales and um, end up throwing the towel in if things aren't going my mm-hmm. way um, and having the mother of all tantrums <laughs> if I put a pound on. Um, so... <laughs> not taking kind of the weight aspect out of it and just it it did mean that I had to be patient because as much as I was doing it primarily for the for the mental health benefits I I do also want to lose weight and get healthier so it was kind of in the back of my mind and the first few weeks I was kind of thinking I don't think it's really working because I don't feel any difference then all of a sudden the weight starts coming off people start noticing it um and my parents sort of saying oh you look like you've lost a bit of weight it's just and then kind of going, oh, yeah, okay, this is actually <laughs> working for both things. Um, and we did a face comparison, we did, we didn't did, we, a couple yeah. of, about three yeah. weeks ago, and we did a picture from 
the beginning of the year yeah. I think I think you really needed that motivation because you know you were, yeah, you, were you were getting to the point where you're like I can't see any difference and I said I'm gonna show you so you sent me yeah. a selfie and I had a selfie from February this year and I showed you the side-by-side mm, comparison and the the difference in your face was just amazing yeah it's so clear yeah I actually had a face rather than a round <laughs> <laughs> but yeah it does it it is it can be a little bit discouraging if you don't because you see yourself every day and until you sort of really think about it you don't notice these changes but I noticed as well sort of my fitness level was creeping up I could keep up with um because I have a horse as well I could keep up with him better um I could you know we, we were out for for longer walks and stuff and my back wasn't hurting and my hips weren't hurting and then it, it all starts coming together and eventually you just feel better on the whole especially if you know you, your mind is feeling better and then your body starts feeling better as well everything just keeps going sort yeah. of up and up and it's good that it's not it's not something that we've chosen to focus on even though the primary reason for starting this journey was at the very beginning it was weight and and then it quickly it transformed loss. into well actually i need to fix this first I need to get this under control mm. first before I move on to weigh. And, and you know, it's made such a vast difference for you. I mean, obviously there are underlying issues with the anxiety and PTSD that um, mm. will not be fixed by diet. But getting off that roller coaster and getting that anxiety level down has taken you from, you know, barely being able to function and, you know, not being able to do the kind of things that, normally on a day-to-day basis people take for granted something as simple as going to the supermarket mm. was an ordeal well it's things like sort of it's, it's things that you don't associate with um it, people tend to think it's more sort of laziness uh, yeah, than yeah. it is mental health but it's things like housework mm-hmm. and looking after yourself and and all of that and all of my sort of feelings towards that have completely changed and I'm finding it so much I mean we did move into a new house which helped Um, (laughs) but also that's another thing I've had several quite stressful things happen over the last last four months and I've handled them much better than I ever would have done and it's 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 that's when you really really noticed and I think a couple of times I've said to you that I've kind of gone oh hang on I haven't had a complete lose the plot breakdown over the fact that I have to move house or all of this stuff I've just kind of got on with it and done it and it's not been the end of the world Uh, and you've done done amazing and I said to you how absolutely proud I was of the fact that you've been able to handle these things that six months ago would have had you in bed with the covers over your head not able to face them yeah and even though I mean the most important thing, I suppose, for people who are going through the same thing to understand is the anxiety is still there, mm, but you're very just much, much so. better able to, you can handle it, you can manage yeah. it. It's it's at a manageable level now, and I definitely still have moments where I'm going, oh God, this is horrendous, I can't cope with this, it's not okay, but I calm down a lot quicker mm. um, from it, and I, I don't take quite as long to recover as I did before, and it it didn't. It now doesn't feel like I've got 50 million things sort of weighing down on my shoulders. Like there's the odd thing here or there mm. that I know I have to deal with and I need to to figure out the best way for me to get through that. But it's not constant. Yeah, I've found that as well, that 
you know things that used to cause me a huge amount of anxiety and I had issues with going to the supermarket as well and you know Mm. places where there was a lot of people it was quite difficult for me to do um and now I do it without even thinking about it you know and I think the longer that that we're able to stay low carbon the, the, the longer we're able to be kind of you know keto and and sugar free I think those things start to become habitually easier. So you might, mm. in a year, you're going to find yourself doing things that before used to take a supreme effort to be able to do. Yeah, well, it's, it's all positive reinforcement, isn't mm. it? If you do have an experience and it's great and it's it works mm. and you get really good feedback from it, then you're going to want to do it again as opposed to previously when it's just about getting yeah. from one end of it to the other surviving Surviving through it Mm -hmm. and then not having to do it again yeah absolutely so let's talk about the fear because when (laughs) when we talked about starting um you know the the complete sugar-free journey one of the biggest things that we talked about time and time again was the fear the Mm. fear of never having xyz again yeah i had that bad (laughs) (laughs) really bad i think also because when you struggle with mental health if you are sort of predisposed to comfort eating and things like that I think it's removing a crutch and that's quite scary to let go of your comfort and try and find how to sort of replicate that in a food that doesn't provide what you want it to provide (laughs) if that makes sense yeah Um, yeah so it i mean things like roasted cauliflower is not going to replace the chocolate bar no and that's i think but i mean it doesn't have to be sort of the be all and end all there are ways to adapt recipes and there are you know you don't have to cut absolutely everything out for the whole of your life it's not yeah. it's about recognizing that and i had to tell myself quite a lot at the beginning oh it's okay i can have that next week yeah and just baby baby steps at the beginning and then I find myself not even thinking about it at all so what how's that been going from thinking about foods practically constantly and always Mm. looking for that comfort food and always looking for something to help how's that been for you that transition to going from having these comforts to having to deal with everything cold turkey it's yeah it, it was really difficult at the beginning um I don't find it quite as bad now but it's almost like my priorities have changed so mm. I I don't get the comfort from food anymore so I well it's not that I don't get the comfort from food anymore but food has become about nutrition and about mm-hmm. feeding myself rather than about comfort mm. and it's taken a, a lower priority so the first thing because I used to wake up and be like right what have I got to eat today mm-hmm. what are we going to eat and and now it's like, oh, feed the dog, sort Zoe out, you know, mm-hmm. do all X, Y, Z, get everybody off to school and wherever they're supposed to be. Um, and then I'll go, oh, I'll go shopping. What are we going to have for dinner? Don't know. Pick up some chicken. Mm-hmm. You know, it, mm-hmm. it's completely changed yeah. how I view it and how and what role food has in my life. So you've even forgotten to eat on a number of occasions, right? Yes, that may have happened. <laughs> but because I, I just don't I don't get hungry like I used to. Yeah. I used to wake up in the morning and be really hungry and I need to have something before we leave the house and that. And now I can happily go until two, three o'clock in the afternoon or even later sometimes. You have done that, yeah. If I'm busy, if I'm out on a training day or something, mm. quite often I won't eat anything until I get home. And it's not because I'm starving myself or I'm trying purposely not to eat. I'm just not hungry. Mm. 
and it just doesn't occur to me to because it's not I'm not hungry and nothing's sort of telling me to go and eat something I'll just be like oh, it's fine I'll just eat in an hour let me just get this done first I'll have something later it's fine that's that's absolutely liberating going from mm. that that you know sugar crash sugar high j- journey that we've all been through and we've yeah all that's it to be able to go for so long without eating and I remember the first time you did it you know you came you you messaged me you say I think I forgot to eat today it's like, <laughs> <laughs> I said yes that's pretty you just you don't even think about it you don't even think about it um and then you know especially sort of if I'm up to my eyeballs in coursework uh-huh. and doing researching and whatever and and then suddenly it's time to go and I've got to do the school run and then we've got to walk the dog and then I've got to pick up <laughs> this from there and and get home and then sort little ones dinner out and by the time she's in bed and I've sat down then I've gone ah yeah <laughs> <laughs> something I have not done today is <laughs> how does it feel to have that stable level of energy all day and, and just not be hungry it's a bit of a relief actually because it it's almost like when you're when you're sort of eating so much sugar and so much carbs and that because you have such massive crashes and end up so hungry it used to make me feel sick and i don't get that hunger anymore it it, because i used to always have to have something that i could quickly grab if i needed to couldn't have a house without chocolate and i know you know what i'm talking about with not having (laughs) have (laughs) have chocolate in the house um but now it's it's taken the stress away from it actually and I don't have to worry about oh we're going here have I got something to eat in my bag well I do but now on a different way because now it's are we going somewhere where there's not going to be anything that I can eat okay I need to bring something in my bag just in case I get hungry rather than I'm going to get hungry between this time and this time I need to have something in my bag so that my stomach doesn't make ridiculous noises that's amazing it's just amazing and you know uh, for everybody out there who's listening Samantha has actually been the reason why I decided to go sugar-free because you know she's been saying to me well if I can do it anybody can do it and I think (laughs) (laughs) and I think it it may have been it might be slightly easier for people who are you know coming from keto to go that whole Mm. step and cut out everything sweet and, and including sweeteners as well because one of the things that I coached you on in the beginning was breaking the cycle of needing sweet food. Mm. So you haven't you haven't replaced anything. You haven't used any sweeteners no. at all, right? And you banned me from fruit as well. I did. That was the hardest one. Many begging messages over the summer. Please, can <laughs> I have some raspberries? <laughs> but it's. I think it's definitely been harder because I went from eating absolute rubbish. Yes. To just completely cutting everything out and the first two days of that were hell and I think I spent most of it crying (laughs) um, and just being generally not a very nice person (laughs) but But you did it yeah and actually I'm really glad that I did it because once those two days were done it suddenly got Mm -hmm. a lot easier yeah and it's it's almost because I can have chocolate in the house now for Mm -hmm. my daughter and not even sort of think twice about it. It doesn't bother me having it in. But those first few days, if that had been in the house, mm. that would have gone. There's no way I would have had the willpower to do that. So I think, you know, for people listening, they might think that this was a very extreme way of handling things. right? So I banned you from fruit. I banned you from sweeteners. Yep. I banned you from anything sugary. I banned you from weighing yourself. I banned you from everything. But yep. I think that 
in we had gotten to the point of we had been working together for more than six months on this mm. um and we were doing it in fits and starts in, you know and and it it would be we would be okay for a day or two and then then it go back again yeah and i think that it really got to the point where we needed to be this strict to say this is what you need you need to just focus on not just don't eat sugar that, that was yeah. all the instructions you had yeah. just don't eat sh- sugar everything else forget in it in any way shape or form yeah don't let it anywhere near you yeah. it actually i mean the day before i did it i actually threw out even all of the baking stuff that i had because okay. in case that had sugar in it all of the bags of sugar for cooking all of that because i thought if if i have anything in the house mm. i'm gonna find a reason to slip up yeah and those two days and I think, Mm-hmm. yeah i think being 100 percent strict especially for the first sort of two or three weeks definitely and mm-hmm. not even having anything in the house yeah was definitely the way to go after that it got a bit easier and because it was just forbidden i can't eat that i just i'm not allowed to put it in my mouth yeah <laughs> it stops you thinking about it right it's yeah you know, it really you does don't even think you about just, it you have to break the cycle exactly what i liken it to is um going into the supermarket and there's a fridge down the bottom where all the meat is and there's liver in it and because liver isn't even in your radar you don't even look at it you don't even think about it you don't no. notice it and it becomes like that it's right it's not an option exactly it's just it just goes into the category of all the things that i can't eat hmm Rather than being, and, and I do walk around the supermarket and go, oh, yeah, of course. I'd really like a mince pie <laughs> or I'd really like that. But, and then you think, oh, is it worth undoing and putting myself back to the start because it could potentially trigger a massive craving mm-hmm. and I don't really want to go through having to take myself back off of it again. I think what those two days are probably seared in, enough in your memory that you just <laughs> yeah. do not want to repeat that. I've got a new fear now. <laughs> <laughs> I've replaced the original fear with the new fear. That's good motivation. <laughs> yeah. So you've actually been able to bake normal baked goods let's say high carb with with flour mm. and sugar and icing for for yep. a school event and how was that how did you deal with that it was fine actually the, the only thing that got me a little bit was the smell um it's just the cakes in the oven it's it's the same as the walking through the supermarket when they've just put the fresh mm. bread out kind of that thing um but I, I wasn't tempted to eat one and i wasn't i just wasn't that bothered because they I think it probably helped that they were for something. They weren't just yeah, to have to have sitting around the house. Um, but it, yeah, it really wasn't that bad. And I think I could, I did realise I was mixing up the icing and I could smell the sugar wow. in it. I could smell, and I've never, never felt like that before. Never realised mm. that before. And it was just, I just thought, good God, how much <laughs> sugar is in this? Like, if I lick it, I'm going to pass out on the floor or something after not eating it for so long. But yeah, it was actually a lot easier than I thought. And I'm actually making um, a couple of things for Christmas, including a white chocolate and raspberry cheesecake, which is seriously sweet and yeah. full of fruit and 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 lots of lovely things that I'm no longer able to eat. <laughs> But I'm not that bothered about it It because it just becomes a new habit, a new mm. lifestyle. Yeah. And it's something we've been talking about, um, you know, coming up to Christmas. And I've said to you that, you know, on Christmas Day, 
uh, if you wanted to allow yourself to have some fruit some berries mm. that would be okay but you've actually you've said that you're thinking that maybe you won't yeah i i think i need to see how i feel mm. we got another month or so to go mm. and the longer i do it the more comfortable i feel with perhaps maybe having a couple of bits and not mm-hmm needing to then i don't feel like that's going to be a trigger as much as it would have been a couple of Mm -hmm. months ago Mm -hmm. when we last talked about it so i think it's it's amazing how you you change your mind on stuff like that the the longer you're off it and you kind of feel more able to deal with situations and and things like that i mean luckily christmas christmas dinner is pretty easy anyway isn't it because it's meat and veg (laughs) and we can have pretty much all of that yeah so it's not too bad and i think that you know one of the things that we did talk about was maybe making yourself a a keto cheesecake but without putting any sweeteners into it because you have you know you have the texture of the cheesecake and and the almond flour with the butter in it and it's it's very delicious and at this stage you've been so long away from any sweet flavors that i i really think that you would be able to enjoy a small keto cheesecake without any sweetener in that and really like it yeah quite possibly because my taste buds have changed yeah. so much and i'm now finding things sweet that actually aren't sweet which is bizarre wasn't there something last week you said to me you think it's sweet you've you, it tasted sweet i cooked some pork belly and it had gone like caram like the meat had kind of caramelized in the oven and i was like it tastes like there's something on it but there's nothing <laughs> on it <laughs> that's so funny <laughs> So you're not not nervous about Christmas? You've no, no. That's no. wonderful. No, mm. I was because I know I was really, and I I was toying with the idea of having a day off and I just eat whatever I want. But I think I'm going to be so ill um, if I just go full throttle and have mince pies and ice cream and and all of the usual stuff that we have at Christmas and roast potatoes and bread yeah. and whatever. I think I will be so ill that it would it's just not worth and they're it. also you know from the point of view of you've come so far that crossing the line mm. to go back to that to having those things has become so big now that it, yeah, it actually feels it like i actually don't want to do it to myself i don't want to cross that line because i've come so far no and it's it's kind of fear of the unknown as well because i you sort of don't know how mm. your body's going to react to it how the cravings are going to be, how quickly you're going to be able to get back on track afterwards. It's all well and good me saying, all right, Christmas Day, I'm going to eat whatever the, whatever I want. Absolutely nothing off limits. But then it'll be, oh, well, it's Boxing Day. So it's still technically Christmas. So I'll just have what I want today. Um, okay, well, then we'll just carry on the whole week up until New Year's. And then the 1st of January, I'll start again. Oh, we've had a busy week this week. Let's start on the Monday. And it's just you know it just keeps going on and on and that's why i you know i always say you know one person's day off is another person's catastrophic relapse Mm. and you know yeah absolutely we've been through this together where you know you did incredibly well the first time you you know you lost 70 pounds was huge amount you know and, Mm. and you felt really good but then obviously things took a turn and it you you relapsed so because you had such a dependence on comfort and it you know that needing that sweet food that there's a very real risk there that it would trigger a complete relapse again yeah you know and that's the danger very very easily Mm. very easily and i think until i get down to a weight where i am 
100% happy and I've got like a little bit of wiggle room. You know, it's not the end of the world. If I put on £10, I can rein it back in before it becomes a problem. And, and I've got a long way to go before I get there. I think only at that point will I be able to go, if I'm going on holiday, doesn't matter if I'm, you know, doing that kind of thing. So I have got a long way yeah. to go. And, and one of the big things, one of the big reasons that we haven't talked about weight or your starting weight, how much you've, you think you've lost so far or how far you've come, is because really the most important thing for you and for a lot of people out there is the impact that going keto has had on your mental health. And this is the most important thing. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And it's taken me from a place where I was completely out of control food-wise mm. to um, somewhere where food has become a lot less important. And it's just... I'm just a happier person off sugar. It's, it's kind of that simple. And I don't want people to think that they're going to, you know, stop eating chocolate for a week yeah. and be cured because it's not... That's not what this mm. is at all. But it it's had a significant impact on how anxiety how anxiety rules yeah. my life and now it it's manageable and that is at a level that i'm massively happy with so if you had one piece of advice to give to somebody listening today who's facing this decision what would you say to them take the plunge do it just do it and don't do what I did and faff around for eight months. <laughs> uh, to be fair, now to be fair, we you know you it was kind of I think that those months that that we were talking about doing this, I think you needed them because you know you had you had some um some stressful things happen in your life and I think that it, it was mm. never the right time and I think that if you had started and and then relapsed and started and relapsed, you would have berated yourself so much that. It wouldn't have worked. So I think the yeah. timeline, I yeah. think it was the right time. And you came to me and said, right, I'm ready. I think I had to get to a point where I was ready and I'd had enough. Mm. I'd reached that point where I was sort of, I need to do something drastic to change what I'm doing to make myself feel better. And I think at the point where I started, I was having sort of most nights I was up mm. with anxiety, couldn't breathe feeling sick that kind of thing so my sleep was all over the place um and i was at kind of ex- mm. i was exhausted and at breaking point and it just was like okay i surrender <laughs> <laughs> i will do it i will do it um but it, it yeah it was definitely definitely the right time for it to happen and i think if i i think you're right if i'd done it any sooner i would have completely failed saying that it's very easy to get yourself in a situation where you go, I don't want to do this now because in two weeks' time, I'm going out for dinner and I, I want to be able to eat pudding. Or I don't want to do it now because it's my birthday in a month's time Christmas and I coming. want to have birthday cake. <laughs> yeah. Christmas, yeah. yeah, exactly. So there will always yeah. be something. And you said to me, you said that to me. There will always be mm. something. You just have yeah. to do it and manage as best you can. And actually, if you do slip up it's not the end of the world just get back on it as soon as you can don't go okay today's a write-off because that's not going to help anything start from the next minute absolutely that's great advice absolutely that's great advice because i think we have a tendency to say oh i've ruined today i've ruined the week you know and we just let ourselves diets must always start on monday (laughs) so if you 
you ruin it on a Wednesday, that's the weekend written off. Start yeah. again on a Monday. And we, d- no. we didn't do that, right? Start again. You know, you started, day. I think, on the Thursday. And it was like, right, today, yeah. I, that's it, I'm done. Tomorrow, from tomorrow, and that yeah. was it. You got up on Thursday, and that was it. can't do it yeah. anymore. Yeah, because I, I also, when I was thinking about starting it, I had a tendency to be like, okay, well, this is like the last supper, so I'll have a takeaway, or I'll have something. But actually it was just going to make it harder the next day because I'd had all this food and I was going to feel even worse mm. in the morning. And I don't think I did that in the end. I can't quite remember what I did. Um, but I, I I, do remember doing it previous attempts at, at starting diets on a Monday, as you do, and the Sunday night would be, okay, let's have a huge curry or let's have loads of chocolate before I go because I won't be able to have it again, sort of. And that I think that's where the fear comes from as well, doesn't it? And it kind of leads to leads to you going, "Well, I must eat all of this at so once." So you've been able to have takeaway anyway, right? You've been able to modify what you get. Yeah, yeah. It's it's just about finding finding ones that mm-hmm. fit you, um, and finding ones without the sugar in. And it's quite. I mean, sort of as long as it's essentially a salad, <laughs> it's all right. It's not too bad. Yeah. And you stay away from sauces and marinades and and obviously chips and pizza and that are a no-go. Um, but yeah, it's it has been... It's just about finding ways to, to still do the things you want to do, but in a way that suits you rather than just giving in to whatever's easiest. Brilliant. So I think... I think Samantha, that was that's been fantastic. I think that you you know what what you've said and and the advice you've given is going to resonate with so many people, because you know so many of us find ourselves just overwhelmed on a day to day basis, and and often the thoughts of going on a diet that requires so much thinking can often be a hindrance to people from actually getting started. As you're saying, the fear of yeah, you know. I have to do this. I can't eat that. I can't eat that. I can have this, but simplifying it for you to say, you just can't eat sugar. Yeah, definitely. That massively helped. And I know that there'll be people listening who are listening to me going, I can't do that. It's not because I can't do it. And actually, if I'd listened to this a year ago, I would have said the same thing. I would have been absolutely adamant that I Mm. could not do it. Sometimes you have to get to a point where you're at that, sort of breaking mm. point and go I can't I can't do it anymore I can't carry on something has got yeah. to give so thank you very much Samantha for joining me today um I, I absolutely loved chatting with you about this and I love the fact that we can tell so many people about your journey and how much it's helped you thank you for having me I've, I've really enjoyed it we'll have you on again soon I promise yes definitely definitely isn't Samantha's journey absolutely incredible She went from completely dependent on sugar and carbs to get her through the day, to get her through emotional crisis and and to help her deal with her anxiety to going to zero and just dealing with it all as best she could. I absolutely love working with Samantha. Um, It's been an incredible experience for both of us. So thank you for tuning into this week's episode of the Keto 360 podcast. As always, make sure you show some love wherever you listen to us and I will see you again next week. You've been listening to the Keto 360 podcast. You can support me by visiting Patreon and joining the community there. If you would rather just buy me a coffee, I'll leave the link below. 
Thank you very much for listening and don't forget to subscribe and leave a nice review for us on iTunes.